This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Uh, hi, welcome to Ru- Drag Her. One only RuPaul Drag Race account podcast. I think that's we even cover- less exciting as you were last week, <laughs> which is hard to beat. <laughs> Good, you listened. I mean, I am trying to reflect the moral turpitude, uh, evil. And- this HeadGum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers. Aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning 
today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And ne'er-do-wellery that happens to be occurring on the current season of Drag Race UK. Hi, I'm Mono Gapian. I am so gagged to be joined by... My dear, my fucking longtime friend from high school, we'll get into it, actor, comedian, all-around amazing internet presence, Brianna Benskis-Vaskis. What's going on? Brianna, holy shit, this is fun. This is really fun. I mean, we're going to talk shit about this episode, but before we do, I need everyone to know, I've known you since high school. Yes, and we did Ooh. stupid drama theater comedy in high school. We sure did. What is it, like almost 20 years running now? <laughs> yeah. She, oh I boy. think it's longer. Oh is it God. longer? It could be longer, honestly. I have no idea at this point. Time is not real to me. But we used to do very silly comedy in Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm, the mecca of, of uh, comedy. Yes, the mecca of theater. Um, I need everyone to know we were in a very goofy uh, comedy theater ensemble called Domino. You also were like an ETC. I it was not. I We were in the goofy Domino. It was called Domino, Domino. right? Yeah, it was a Domino Theater Company. It was like, and, and we were like, like the lesser than from ETC. And then, <laughs> yes. and then you could upgrade into ETC if you were a real actor. And I, I mean, some people like you, you had the range to do both. I was not trying to, I was like, no, 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 I want to. I want to do what we did, which I want to do SNL sketches on stage. Absolutely. Which we used to do that. Isn't that weird? Oh, yeah. Copyright infringement didn't exist at this particular institution. We were just like, I, I think, and I told you, we literally redid Girl Interrupted. We just took the movie script <laughs> and performed Girl Interrupted. So I don't See, know. <laughs> that feels classier to me than something I recall us doing, which is, we did a stage production of Dissing Your Dog, oh, the Will sure, Ferrell yeah, sketch. We sure did. <laughs> and I think we did a stage version of Margaret Cho's mom yelling at her she's gay. And then a, we did a few Mad TV ones, too. I remember yeah. that. Because Mad TV back then was like the hot. That was where you got like your edgy content was Mad TV. And we just did it on stage. <laughs> and the adults said. They, they stood up. They clapped. They thought it was hilarious. <laughs> They really loved us for it. Good times. Good, Good times, times. Great what, oldies. Is it safe to say we were both in the closet at that time? Or were you expressing yourself? I mean, I think without knowing it, I was expressing myself. You know how uh -huh. you're just, you're unknowingly doing it. I never really had a coming out. I think I just sort of like gradually slid into everyone just knowing naturally. And so I never really had to mm -hmm. pull and rip the bandaid off. But I, I mean, yes, it, that we were both definitely a little bit like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were goofing around. We were funning around, eating the cookies in Weaver Cafe. Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yum, yum, yum. And I can't remember his name, but there was an amazing gentleman who was black, gay, very out in oh, the Domino Michael? ETC presence. Was his name Michael? 
I is Michael Fisher. Um, I'm thinking of another, which I love an- him and I stayed one. in contact with him. Another black gay person who was amazing, <laughs> who very much to me was just like, I know you're going to, I know you're gay. And I would just be like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, See, he, uh, I leave love, me alone. I love that gay boys at least have that sort of connection with older gays. Because for women, I feel like mm. there's never like an old lesbian lurking around who's like, I know it's coming. Like it's, it's See? there's just not the same, the same sort of like camaraderie on the lesbian That's side. That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame. I mean. I okay. Is it? Is this is another. I have an. But I also have a stereotype that lesbians are kinder to one another than gay men. Is that true or false? Yes. Yes. Okay. There, there is a. There is a ferocity to the gay male population that is oh. un, unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> Unmatched in their cutthroatness but, but and, and don't give a fuckness. Lesbians can be harsh. You you they're not all sunshine and cookies. Like they they can definitely mm-hmm. step up their game when they need to. In, in a way mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect. It's a bit undercutty, but it's not sharp. It's just like they like to kick you behind the knee, and then you don't realize <laughs> you're falling until you're on the ground. <laughs> like, Fuck, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I don't love that for you, but I love. Uh, the reality of yeah. our queer population. It's real. It's a real place. <laughs> Do you feel like West Hollywood's queer female presence is a supportive one or just as cutthroat as I feel the male queer presence is? I think it depends on what part of the hierarchy you're trying to jump into. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's even more so what I think on the on the the gay girl side. It's like there's the the like power lesbian level that is really hard to break into. And then there's like mm. the hipster level. And then you just have the mm. girls who are just trying to get by. And then it. It's, it really depends on where you're trying to break into it. But I think all in all, we're probably kinder, but we also have all dated each other at one point, I think. So that, <laughs> yes. that's, that's the other hard part is like, it's hard to kind of be mean to people who you're always in constant contact with. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love that. I love that. So yeah. it's like, Ellen, Kristen Stewart, you. Absolutely. Just, yeah. just holding up the rear there at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Her IMDb's gaggy, honey. I, I mean, mean, get into it. <laughs> have you heard of The Walking Dead? Have you heard of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Have you heard of these shows? Because I have. <laughs> they I are have. shows. They are shows on television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon, I mean, I'm I, so We did it. Happy. We did it. <laughs> We did it. I'm really happy you're here. I do think you're the queer. Uh, I mean, we are going to be the queer elite. Just give us like a second. Yeah, just give us us another five to ten and we're taking over. Oh, my God. And I will forget everyone who came up behind me. I will step on their face. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to press my fucking stiletto into their mouth. It'll be like a garden pond where they lay the really tiny stones. Those will be all the people I step over to get to the water. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, at least it's like, you know, it's ethical for the drought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's eco-conscious, which is all that matters. Cute. Okay, we're going to talk some damn Drag Race now. Brianna, um, I am excited. We're talking Drag Race UK. I'm sorry you're here in such a just uh, just tumultuous week. I mean, it's like I feel like this is the week where like your parents invited a family friend over, but you just so like you just so happen to be like taking a shit on your brother's bed. Like, you know what I mean? Right it's when like, they walk in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what the vibe and is. And that's right what it now. felt like coming into it. Yeah. 
That's what I felt like. Just like, oh, we didn't want you to see this. We want to see you at our best, but we're not at our best. I mean, I don't know. I did a I did a hard reboot on on the entire season and kind of caught up and everything. And I have to kind of agree with some of the the public uh, uh, commentary. It's it's not the yeah. greatest season. It's really it's just, not. Yeah. And and to the Queen's credit, it's a lot of the show getting in, in the way of the Queen's talents. Absolutely. 100 yeah. percent yes it's it's not a reflection of the talent of the actual individuals it's the structure of the show that is really yes. driving them down into the ground <laughs> like, it's funny because i feel like this season is like um <laughs> it's like a desperate in essence the the season we're watching to me feels akin to a desperate lip sync yeah where you pull out too many stunts mm-hmm and you're just like, girl, keep the wig on, keep the shoes on, stop doing all the desperate things for me to watch you, and just trust that I like drag. Absolutely. When I think, too, the, the hard thing for me is, like, I grew up watching a lot of UK TV and a lot of UK sketch, and for me, the reason that you that you watch anything on the BBC is because you know it's going mm-hmm. to be absurd and over the top and push the boundaries and be a little bit off kilter, and I feel like mm-hmm. I, I went into this trying to be like, oh my God, this is what I'm going to get. I mean, they have, like, Graham on there. It's like, it's one of those things where you're like... You're thinking yeah. you're going to get this explosive UK comedy, and what you end up getting is just, I don't know, what? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best sound I could think of. But <laughs> That's even a generous <laughs> sound. <laughs> so, let's, even before we get into this upsetting episode, let's talk about the aftermath, which was sending Charity home. How did you feel about that? I mean, I didn't. I didn't feel, I didn't feel it. I didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, you numbed like Britney Spears in the, in the, in the bathtub during her sad music video. You just felt nothing. I felt nothing. I did not feel lucky. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. I, it was one of those things where I think at least charity was ex- like, like genuinely exciting. Um, I think like there, there was something about it that was like edgy and really uncomfortable. And I really loved that. And I think that they just, they got rid of it too soon. And I don't know if maybe it was too much of a wild card for the structure they have in mind. I just, I don't know, but I just was so bummed because that to me, like hands down the most interesting visual presentation. Like I I just, yeah. I agree. I am going to, I'm going to rant some more. I ranted last week, but I'm just like, I'm so upset. Like to me. She embodied queer excellence and the fact that the show has said we don't care about your art. Like yeah. your art we don't care. And and in fact, we'd rather see people do something familiar and and ev- as opposed to you pushing the limit we, of a show which is in its 88th season, which <laughs> probably should try something new. No. We think. don't want to. Yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate that something that started as a celebration of uniqueness and and off the cuff and a real edgy sort of art form, like mm-hmm. the fact that they've now turned it into you know like a parade of crowns is just you know it's it's it's, uh, it's fine. I mean, granted, is it the most? Did Charity's look last week make me feel comfortable on my insides? Absolutely not. It unsettled me. But I think that's what is supposed to be. I think that's what we're going for, right? Oh like my God. I, you want it to be unsettling. I had nightmares about you, it. You want it to be edgy. Imagine. <laughs> yes. Imagine a fucking world where the tooth fairy is real and she looks like that. I would just fill my whole mattress up with piss. Absolutely. I'd have I have 17 pairs of dentures at this point. <laughs> 
<laughs> just chattering through every tooth you have. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. it's bullshit. And I think, you know, production probably kept, you know, the person. In fact, fun math equation. If you want to, if you want someone to stay in the competition, make sure the most girls say they want you to go home. Because it's, it's in a, it's a. a Absolutely. Sh- it's assured that the person that most people wanted to go home will stay. Until the very end. (laughs) So there's a Survivor-style game there. And so if you want her to go home, do not say her name. But how do we feel, though, about this season going into the double stay, the double elimination, the nobody going home? Like, what's what's with with the—I mean, what happened to it just being a show where there was a winner, there was a—I don't understand what's happening in that respect. None of it feels earned either. Yeah. We love it when it feels real, you know, and I, I mean, sure, the show's all edited and, you know, but you can feel it when we've had double sachets in the past and double Shantae's. You're like, no, I feel that this is, I, I can at least see a glimmer of an edited performance that makes me be like, no, these are both good. I can't wait to talk about it. About the uh, okay, okay, okay. Scarlet's wait. bickering like the most <laughs> Christian kid at oh, school. God, Scarlet. God, really? really? I mean, I don't like really. to. Ugh, I just, I can't with the Scarlet. I mean, in this this episode, I think, really only solidified it more for me. Just how much I'm like, ugh. I, I know. I, can't, I just, I, I can find some grace in a lot of things, but I cannot find it in Scarlet. <laughs> I yeah they're they're really not they're certainly not showing it on the, our screen they're no, certainly no, no. not showing well they it. tried to have the touching moment where they all shared their stories and I you know you you got an idea of where everyone was coming from but it's no different than just being a fucking human being like, I agree like, agree so I just I know. love that the gay trauma hour oh my just, god it just kept going and I mean it, yes heartfelt touching we've all gone through it but I was like okay guys let's let's get, let's get to it. <laughs> It was pretty funny. I mean, it is it is funny that it is now just like ordering at a counter. It is like you're at five guys and you're like, I'll have the dad hated my gender dysphoria and my friend. Um, what do you want? Okay. Oh, yeah, no, no, mom accepted me. Okay. Oh, oh mom oh. accepted me, but I hated myself. That's what she's gonna have. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. We'll take two, actually two of those. Two. <laughs> it's wild. Um, okay, Vanity is attacking Chorisa's comedy, getting her through the challenge. Oh, my God. Disagree. Dis- um, also disagree. Chorisa yeah, to me, comedy. I mean, what, my favorite. what a what a perfect little buttercup of I know. tasty, tasty delight. Like, I just, I love it. I love, I love Another her. There's no way around exciting, it. Another exciting, fresh new perspective that the show said, no, thank you. Not to imagine that, I mean, just the accent alone to break up some of the yeah. monotony of the, the choppiness of, of yes. the, the English banter. Like it yes. really was nice to have a little toss in there, a little flavor, a little spice. And I will say like her, I mean, look, period, her being people see her uniqueness as a flaw and it's just the opposite because Absolutely. she's, She's learned, like, in fact, it's, you know, she's learned a drag language. She's, okay, how do I put this? She's, like, bi and trilingual, and I mean in terms of drag. Because mm-hmm. she has brought comedy, she has brought her perspective, and she's bringing the looks that people expect on the runway. So it's like, you, she's the most multifaceted, and we've pigeonholed her. Absolutely. It- which also, too, to me, makes it feel like the show, in a sense, has almost gone completely off the rails. Because when you look at it from that point of view, what better 
sort of calculation of human being to have on the show for the rest of the season. Especially to push oh, the buttons. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could push her buttons until the fucking cows come home and get exactly what you need to see for the rest of the season, and they just let it go. Brianna, you are Latinx. How how triggers me timbers were you by some of the comments Michelle made about her sassing it up? I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> There's... I will say there is a certain persona that is expected of of a Latin woman. Um, Mm -hmm. And are we guilty of playing into it at times? Absolutely. I I think it's kind of we we've learned that it's it's what expected of us. Um, But at the same time, like nobody asked for your opinion on it. Yeah. Um, Nobody needed you to to comment on that. Like, I don't comment on how bland people are. I just let them be bland. (laughs) Let them, let them be bland. Let them be bland. It's very interesting. I I agree with you where it's like you, it's expected of you. Maybe sometimes you even subconsciously deliver because we as performers want that positive feedback. Yeah. And it's almost like, well, you know, it's almost like its own badge in a sense where you're just Mm -hmm. sort of like, I, I have to showcase this aspect of myself or people won't believe that I am this and I run into that a lot because you know on a on a visual level like I'm sort of you know I got a little bit of like a tan as people call it and Mm -hmm. so they don't necessarily expect that I would be Puerto Rican and Mm -hmm. so every now and then you gotta like you start like rolling your r's a little bit more and you start getting a little bit more like tingy with the way you say things and it's just like all of a sudden you're like I don't what is happening to me (laughs) you're like I have a knife in my hand all of a sudden you're like what is going on Yeah, it's really tough. I know I very much identify with what you're saying where you're like, I'm trying to live my most authentic self, yet the powers that be, the white gatekeepers, to appease them, I am trying to validate the authenticity of my own experience by reminding them I'm living a POC experience. And it is it is just hard to win. Because yeah. you're trying to be your authentic self. You feel like you're also perfor- you, not performing, but you can get trapped and being like, but I'm trying to. Uh, it's a mind fuck. Let's to just be say fair, though, fuck. she also just Chorisa as her name. So it's kind of like she, she's go. really leaning in hard, which I get, as you should. But And <laughs> she has the backbone like to back up the goods when she's like saying things like, do you think you can learn something from my comedy? This is the backbone I expect from her and I applaud her for. Fierce. I mean, the the yeah. library, when they went to the library, and it, I mean, could have been stronger. I didn't feel like any of them knew how to read in that library trip. Uh, but, you're right. Like, I kind of, and Chorisa won. Yeah, and she won. I mean, yeah. She, she won. She had some flavor in there, but like... Yeah. I know what you mean because it was like Scarlett is is mad as a cat thrown in a bath. Like she is, she is not over it. I I mean it's funny because you always see sort of the tape back that happens with Scarlett when 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 she's getting ready, but it's just sort of her natural state too. She's just always heightened. It's like she's always touched an electrical socket. <laughs> she's on just, edge. We we have a friend like that. I mean, we all have friends like that uh, where you're like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Oh, I'm yeah. not mad. It's like only dogs can hear how mad they are. That's how mad they are. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a high register. Kitty just wants a win. Scarlet is, I don't know. She's on edge. And, and you know, let's dip. We're going to dip a toe into what could be called the reading challenge. But first, mm-hmm. silence. I feel like taking a break. 
Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. My break. Hey, we're talking the reading challenge. What What is there to be said? Uh, chorisa calls Ella of a day a uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> she says Kitty never got a badge. Vanity actually has a pretty good back and forth with Scarlett. Got to give her props on this where she fires back. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we're talking about Chorisa's giant cock. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's there, it's there. I guess it's there. Uh, Kitty Scott pours. Okay, I teheed at Kitty's Kitty Scott pours. I yeah. teheed at that. Nothing. Uh, nothing L- got a full belly laugh for me, which is what I was hoping no. for. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Scarlet is just um, attacking. Just, mm-hmm. She's on the attack, as one does. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I was like, some of these jokes were almost there for me. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I. I was, you know, I was okay with the joke of vanity. Mm, For that mm-hmm. being your name, you don't seem to have any. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's mean, but there's joke structure there. Well, it's funny because I feel like, and this could be a bigger issue we're leaning into, but it's it's unfair, I think, to me that we're leaning in so hard on those who are of the, 
minority persuasion to bring the fire yes. when it comes to this stuff. Um, yeah. And, and you notice, I mean, it's, I think it's probably just inherently in, in who we are too. It's like, of course the two minorities are going to be the ones who are probably a little bit more inherently better at firing back. But, but then yes. we, we, we applaud these, you know, we applaud the scarlets of the world for being feisty when it's, they're really not bringing anything to the table. Like, right. It's very interesting. I am. Um, it's weird, you know. I guess, huh? Yeah. It's 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 really a lose lose situation because um we seem to get mad when the queens of color take space, right? Yeah. Or it's like, or it's like it's like it's like the mind fuck of RuPaul being like, take space, yeah, take space. And then when you do take space, they're like, wow, like, but you not really, like that. <laughs> you really kind of overstepped your boundary. That was fucked up. And you're like, what? What you're do like, you want from me? You literally just said take space. <laughs> yeah, you just told me to. Okay, we're Ugh. prepping for Snatch Game. Okay. Mm. Holy shit. And this Rue check-in with Snatch Game, I'm going to say, is the most unhinged. I think it's the most unhinged Rue check-in I've seen in the history of the show. What was it? It, it felt like she came out of a coma. And was and like walked into a room full of people and were like, show me stars. Like I just I yeah. like she woke up in like nineteen ninety-three and, yeah, and was looking say, for that. <laughs> you know when a vampire um arises from their coffin in a perfect they go from horizontal to vertical perfectly? Absolutely. It felt like that. She was like, I'm here to terrorize you. I because like completely. No matter who you say. I am immediately going to throw another option at your face so that you may be in psychological terror. It it was alarming. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I've never I've I've first of all just never seen someone so disinterested in like the initial gut reactions of their of of the girls. Like they yeah. like they all clearly were so passionate about what they had chosen. And Rue just came in and was like, I've like the look on, I, I just, I, you can't even explain it. It was almost, it You're was right. like, he was like guffawed by, by what was happening. Like couldn't. You're so right. In the past, I feel like Rue has at least been like, oh, yeah. well, as opposed to this one, she was just like, no, what about Spanish share? You're like, huh? <laughs> It's like you're ordering at a restaurant, which this rarely happens, but you're ordering at a restaurant. And you're like, I think I'm going to get the chowder. And the server's like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. don't get the chowder. Mm-mm. No, no, don't get the chowder. What? (laughs) Don't get it? Okay, the chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich? No, no, no. no. Don't get the chowder. Which should I? And that's the other thing, too. She wasn't like, she (laughs) never will be like, just do that. She'll just be like, it's up to you. We'll see how I feel about that. Yeah, it was like, it was like Rue was trying to throw together like the Brady Bunch snatch game. And she just wanted the happy squares of all the contestants and everyone needed to be recognizable. I just, I mean, I've never seen someone giggle with such glee at one of the worst Macaulay Culkin impressionations I've ever, I've ever seen. Granted, is there, is there a visual resemblance? Sure. Anyone who's blonde and skinny probably looks like Macaulay Culkin. On this very pod. Yes. Funnily enough, someone just called him Macaulay Culkin on the spot. Um, Yes, there's a resemblance, but it was not funny. No. And queens have been clocked for doing the, like, the redundancy of a choice in the past has been clocked immediately. I, I and it was I, celebrated I, in this case. It was absolutely <laughs> like, celebrated, whereas in the past with Jade and Dior Fierce, they were like, stop doing your Raven Simone thing. Um, this ugh. was wild. We all know Rue, oh, like, indulge laughs, 
But yeah. holy shit, this was. It was. This. It was. Uh, that was a full body experience for Rue. And yes. th- and that's what I don't understand. How it went from head to toe with the joy that that was <laughs> was shown from that Macaulay Culkin impersonation, and it I was the exorcism of RuPaul Charles. Absolutely, she was, her limbs akimbo, <laughs> crawling on the ceiling, laughing at these non jokes. This was head insane. Spinning, head spinning, fucking <laughs> pee coming out of her. <laughs> Just Jesus. Okay, and uh. you know what? Can we? I have to also say. Being told to do Spanish air, I don't believe that Rue would have liked that choice. I, like, don't buy it. Which only makes me think, going back to the Hollywood of it all, they must be in some dire straits when it comes to to ratings or viewership. Something has to be going on because that was, it felt so out of character to push for this particular sort of, like, generic snatch that that I just, I don't. Yes. It didn't, it didn't please me. It didn't please me. Let's put it that way. It did not please me. I mean, the rough. Okay, yeah, and 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 eh, yeah. I don't know. I will say this also. Anytime people talk about the British celebrities they want to do, I am I am always thrown thrown clear. Hands down. I have no idea. Not a clue. You and you neither. <laughs> not, did you, did you know a, Danny Dyer, Mystic May? I sort of knew Mystic May. I, I knew Gemma. Um, I didn't. Yes, I okay. I know yeah. her too. I, know I mean, it's one. hard to not know Gemma. So that's I'm right. But again, that's that's like a Beyonce of the UK. So it's it's yeah. like, that's like that level. <laughs> <laughs> it's that level of notoriety in the UK. <laughs> like, I am now laughing because I'm imagining Gemma Collins doing uh, uh, performing partition or single ladies. Absolutely, lemonade all the what way. What joy that would bring me. <laughs> uh, oh god. Yes. Okay. So this was a good. This was a good. Uh, they're doing their best to play the game, which we've all learned, which is if Rue says something, do it. Most of them mm-hmm. play the game. Um, and I will say with a lot of the, the and I don't know if this is maybe the the show or like the, the UK sensibility of, of humor, which in my opinion uh, is usually much wittier and, and smarter. Some of the yes. responses, I was just like. Did, did you get this off a cereal box? Like, where did this... Re- that's not even remotely fun. Agree. <laughs> like, Agree. Like, the first season of... The first season of UK, I think, has... And I've said this, has one of the best Snatch games absolutely. in the show's history. It's just, like, great, rich, original. And, and, and people approaching the comedy from different points of view. Mm-hmm. Some people are going full impersonation. Some people are taking their personal... Take like you know turning um, oh god the Iron Lady I forget her name into uh, uh, into like a true demon I'm like yeah. that's a unique take or making Mary Berry a slut like these are unique these are great absolutely well Ella Ella got there Ella Ella I think was the closest to yes. embodying that that sort of original flair or the original flavor of of what a response could be she was the only one who yeah. really took it somewhere that was different and unique that really made you go oh that's okay she did something yeah like, and so you do you do characters very well oh, and thank you. so watching it let's let's talk about let's talk let's get into the snatch game itself yeah nigella ella's nigella um I, it was good. Why was I a little, why was I not thrilled? Like, there was something about her where I was like, I don't, I could just have a, I could just be biased against her, but I was just like, this is good. Yeah. But I'm not as, I'm not tickled. So talk to me, talk to me. It, have you felt the same or please tell me if you felt differently? Well, I think the, 
the introduction to to Elis Nagelet, which is maybe my favorite thing to say in the world, um, <laughs> was was, was a reaction to something that Vanity had said about Dirty Rice. And so yes. the, the introduction that we had to her persona, which is great because it was very demanding and, very, you know, wanted presence, was this response to to the Dirty Rice. And I think for me, it was this... Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought that the response could have been sharper still I, I mm-hmm. about the whole cookbook and everything that everyone was saying was going in her cookbook. It was it was good and it was timed well. But I just yeah. think that she was she was just missing the just the essence like the, that that like original essence of yeah. putting on a character. It just felt very like I know that this will make people laugh if I say, you See, know, rigid righteousness, ridiculous, rody right. Like it's yeah, it's funny for a while, and it it is smart and it is good, but it's you're lacking that that sort of natural play. play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, play. That's I think that's exactly what it was for me. I was like, there's like. Yes, this is technically sound, mm-hmm. um, but there wasn't the playfulness because I felt, for my money, Kitty was my winner of this challenge. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. She was just, I was just like having fun with her. It felt in the moment. She, as a performer, does a great thing where she surprises herself, I feel. Completely. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. And even though I've seen Gemma Collins, we've seen Gemma Collins on yeah. Snatch Game before. Hers was definitely my favorite. Hands and, down. Um, she even had like a few stunts, like even, you know, the planned reveal stunt. I was like, this to me is a fun stunt that is clearly planned, but not jammed, forced into making sense. Yeah. And she was the only one who really engaged the two judges, too. Uh-huh. Like it, she was the only one who really had, a, I think, a discourse back and forth with them versus everyone else was in a more of like the defense when it came to how they were interacting with people, which I get mm-hmm. it. It's a game. You, you know, you're obviously it's a game. But yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. For me, Kitty, I think in general, wins a lot in my yes. mind just because it's so natural. Um, there's nothing forced about it. It's just inherently this this life that is in Kitty is just there. It's yeah. you don't have to it's not it's not being brought out of anything that's, you know, not organic, which I love. That's that to me is when the magic of 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 these characters come to life. Felt goofy to not give her the win. Or yeah. or or just like they felt like it's so obvious that they can't give her the win since she is quote unquote the only one who doesn't have a win. I don't know. Or do we think they're setting her up for like a an underdog heroes winning? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping that's what it is, but you never know. I think you're right. I think that's what's happening. Underdog edit. Because I don't know who the fuck else. Now at this point, I'm just like the only people I, I think she's the only one I care about. Oh my I, God. Did it, I, no, it's I true. I, I mean, I, I <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard because I would love to think that there was another person that rivaled just that right. natural that natural talent that she has, and I just I don't think there is. I mean, maybe Trudy. Well, if Trudy had stayed, I think they would have been a great dynamic. Love. I mean, because it's love. just they both have that that thing. They both have it, and I think watching them go at it, it would would have been so playful and joyful, and really not. Yeah. Not mean in any way, which I get. Yeah. Like, it, there's something fun which about. Which is about, maybe why they killed them. I think so. I think I think that might be it. They stabbed that right in the heart. <laughs> They're like, no, stop being cute. Oh my god, you guys yeah, like each st- other too much. Get out of yeah, here. Fuck off. That's not so, drag. Uh, 
and we're yeah, we're slowly okay. So let's talk about Crystal plays this character Selena. I'm not super familiar with, but she's playing a comedian's character, correct? Yes, she's playing a comedian playing a character. Yes, I always think that's an insane choice personally. No. Yeah. That's insane. That's like a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. There was a great, I, I read this great sort of critique on it, um, which was that it would be like watching somebody perform Kristen Wiig's Target Lady. Exactly. It's like, what? Like, no. why would you do that? Why? Like, what? We don't need that. <laughs> like, no one, like, wa- no yeah, one like, wants that. Like, I'm going to do Ace Ventura. It's like, no, no, you're not. Because no. <laughs> you're not, you're never going to give anything that Jim Carrey can give. You're never going to. Ever. Yeah, so that's a mistake. That's why it's better to make fun of a real person because you can highlight and accentuate and parody yeah. the real shit they do. Yeah, it was really, I don't know. It, it, they clearly had, they, she studied the the characteristics of the character. She like yes. she knew the character, but there was no room for I, anything. I chuckled once. Yeah. I chuckled once at the end, but yeah. she should have been in the bottom. Absolutely. I, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Ugh. Uh, okay, so Chorisa is Margarita, who I don't know super good. Uh, Prakatan, don't know her super well. I know vaguely. Just you know, it's again, it's a it's a heightened character esque type type vibe. But I thought she did great considering. I, I, I did don't too. I don't understand what it wasn't this whole, my favorite, but it was good. Yeah, she at least did something. <laughs> I call shade like. because when they didn't show her response to the first two questions asked, I was like, they're omitting. They're they were omitting too, they were too good. The they probably were too good. You know they were good because you know she at least came in with three solid jokes, probably more. Absolutely. They, bullshit. It's, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm steamed. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Let us enjoy your show. Honestly, okay. that's, that's what I don't get. Why, why don't they want us to enjoy it is what I want to know. you know what it might be it might be the modern day equivalent okay or or, i'm sorry you know like the phenomenon of internet videos where they're like they just burned something in a pan and like they're like or like they just put a bar of chocolate and popcorn in a pan and they're like chocolate popcorn and you're like nah yeah no no uh -uh." no nobody wanted it nobody wants but they find that more people engage with shit that makes them irate than with stuff that's fun. It's true. I think it's the TV equivalent. I think you might be right. But again, I I just, oh God, I hope, I hope you're wrong, but you're probably right. right. (laughs) Okay. McCully. Let's talk Uh, about this McCully characterization. uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I mean, I just, (sighs) so there's more to do with this character. I would say, yes. Like, yeah, I mean, it's well, it's hard because I feel like it was thrust upon her. First, it of was all. thrust. It was thrust. Um, and it almost it was set up in a way where it was like, if you don't do this, you're going home. Like, yeah. that's what that's what it felt like to me. Like, if you don't do Macaulay, like, then this is the end of the road. So I would choose wisely. Like, that's what it felt like. So I can only assume the pressure yeah. Of getting it right and and not having enough time to really embody who this this Macaulay is, so I don't know. It's I I feel badly, but I'm also like, just come on, pick up your pick up your steps. Like there had to be and something this, else. This is funny because it proves that like the psychological torture test of it all is 
do what Rue says because mm-hmm. the two people who went home this week are the people who did not take Rue's suggestion. Absolutely. Um, so it's a real direct lashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, what how dare Mama you Rue be prepared see? for Snatch Game? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Well, I, who would you do for Snatch Game? Just out of curiosity. Who would I do for Snatch Game? Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I'll I, say I. I just to give you time to think about. Yeah. It, I would definitely do Valerie Cherish. Rue loves, you know, say it's Lisa Kudrow, do Lisa Kudrow. I, I, I know I'm actually, I literally am contradicting myself, but Rue loves comeback so much that uh-huh. I think I could give you, give her some catchphrases. She'd lose her fucking mind. Tee hee hee. I love it. You know, I think I would do Catherine Hepburn. Love. I think I would go, love. I would Has lean. Has that been done? It might not have. I would lean so hard into that transatlantic accent and just, <laughs> I would fly all over Howard. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be a whole, it'd be a whole bit. I'd really, I'd really go That's into it. That's fun. Cause you can also lean into the trends of that era. Like, you know, yeah. Oh, none for me. Thanks. I had a cigarette this morning. <laughs> exactly. Um, and there's yeah. such a, that era too, for me is such a, in, in terms of the, the binary, it feels like such a, such a in between sort of they, them existence in my, in my mind. Like Ooh, there is, there's such a non-binary. Very. It's just, it feels, it feels otherworldly that era in, in my mind. So, which I think opens the door for you to be able to really fuck around with whatever you want to. Oh, you're right. <laughs> like, you're right. Someone has done it. I remember, but they did her old. Oh yeah. It's fine. Old. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And it was a cursed drag queen who dare not be named. Um, <laughs> The most canceled drag queen of all. So, we'll move on. Yeah, this Macaulay Culkin was weird. It wasn't funny. I mean, I was like, if you're going to do Home Alone, I would may, I would like to have seen more Home Alone specifics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, they, she did knock out that speech. She which, did do the speech. But it also felt like maybe someone was holding a cue card in front of her. Like yeah. it, it, it was almost too well known. Like she, like it was too memorized that I, I just don't, I didn't buy anything about it. Let's put it that way. The the whole yeah. experience, I didn't buy anything about it. But it, this is what I'm saying. This was, to me, it was so forced. And yeah. like, this is the opposite of Snatch Game of like, cause she, we know as based on her obsession with the Joan Crawford and screaming stuff at the camera thing. Yeah. She comes in too locked and loaded with like what she's going to do. And that is not the spirit of Snatch Game. No, there's no room for play. And snatching is all about playing. Snatching is all about playing. It was goofy. It was not good. Yeah. Okay. Jocelyn. Vanity is playing a character named Jocelyn, who I'm not also super familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, But this wasn't strong. I don't Oh, she seemed pretty shy up there. Like you don't want to, I don't ever want to sort of knock down someone's choice to do a more sort of stylized, peculiar character. Mm-hmm. But it really, it felt honestly like it was, you know, it was the 21st century up top, the 21st century down low, and then like the 1910s, just right where, where vanity was. And I, and I, it just, <laughs> like it didn't, it didn't quite hit the the energy that needed to be there, if that Yes, it's, just, it's never smart to do a mild, chill character. For too Snatch refined, game. too refined. Like yeah. it, she, she was too smart for her own good in that sense. I think it was just, and and there was yeah. a lot. It was there was a lot of like the repetition with the dirty rice, and I'm like, okay, what else? Is there anything else but dirty? Like it was just yeah. one of those things. Where like, come on, girl, play, 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 play. <laughs> like, yeah, it was not good. It was, it was, yeah, just and and you know, we both know. I mean, cheat sheet for comedy. 
short, loud, quick. Absolutely. Like, yes. Especially when you're punctuating these jokes. Oh my gosh. Especially in that scenario in particular. Yes. Like, you gotta be yes. the loudest horse in the room. Like, yes. Like, bop, ba, da, bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, I, it sounds crazy, but like, no, there's a rhythm to it. There's a there is a, a formula to, to the to the comedy for us and, and for that. Yes, and honestly, both the Nigella and Gemma characters did that. Absolutely, they have quick, punchy tidbits, mm-hmm. like hard distilled characterizations. Absolutely, that's it. That's yep. it. Amy Childs is a character from This Way Is Essex. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, not yeah. great. Um. Yeah. Uh. Comedy advice, you know, fighting doesn't work, but in comedy, but debates can work. Yeah. And like even her bitchy moments with um, Gemma, they didn't lead anywhere. There was no yes ending. And I find like, you know, a, a fight can be funny if there's even yes and in the fight. Yeah, I mean, even when she was answering, they were like, what's the name of your daughter again? And it was just like, I don't remember. Like, there's just so, it just, it was very, yeah. every every sort of open door immediately got shut. Yeah, it just, yeah, It yeah. felt, yeah, it, it was not. I don't know is death to comedy. Yeah, well, like, what is your daughter's name? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's death. Like, it's, no, that's, uh, make up, literally say anything. Right. <laughs> like, you know the joy you get when a kid makes up a dance right on the spot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what comedy is. Like that's that that joy of like in fact and it's very cute. Like I have a nephew who I will literally be like, "Hey, what's the what's the bumpy do again?" And being a kid, being naturally playful, he doesn't say I don't know. He's like, "Oh, this is the bumpy do." Yeah. And that's kind of the playful energy you need to have in these you're making it up. We don't know what it is. You make it up. Absolutely. I think that's the playful energy of drag in general. It's, it's yep. that Work. you, if you can boppy do, <laughs> can you or can if you not? you <laughs> can boppy do, it is not about being correct. Exactly. Comedy is not being about getting the answer right. It's, in fact, the biggest laughs are when you don't know, but you pretend to know. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's okay. A gift. Um, one more time before we talk main stage. Silence. I feel like taking a break. We're back. Here we go. Do we need to? Okay, let's. Do we need to talk about the the gay off really quickly before we get to the main stage? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Kitty's mom um, gave her the gay out. That was cute. Loved it. The gay like you're. Oh yeah. If you like boys, that's cool. Fantastic. Yeah. I never had that. I don't know about you, but I never had a gay out. No. No. It was definitely. I. You know. I. I, yeah, I. Yes, this is our moment. Make me cry. Make me cry. This is our moment. I, okay, wait, okay. Um, no, like, I, I genuinely, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't think it's ever, I, I'm, well, no, okay. I have this, like, distinct memory of being in a hot tub with my mom in Palm Springs. Ooh, I love it was this. over Christmas a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was sort of to the, to the vein of what I was saying before. It's like, I never really felt like I came out. It was just like everyone just already knew before I mm. could tell them. <laughs> um, and so, we were in this hot tub and and we were talking about this like friend that I had when I was younger. 
Mm. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, you had um, you had a really close friend. God, what was her name? Like she was pretending she couldn't remember. Like, oh Fuck. God, what, what was her name? What was your friend's oh name? Oh my God. And I'm going through all this list of my actual friends and I'm like, oh, you, yes. so-and-so, so-and-so. And she's like, no, no, no. The other friend. And I finally get to this person. I realize what she's doing and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, Yeah. <laughs> She was a really good friend, wasn't she? Oh, Brianna, you're going to gag. My coming out story is the same. Like, <laughs> the same. My mom called me on the phone, and I had a friend, Adam, who we were both, like, queer. Uh-huh. Uh, he came out before me, but we both, like, kind of came out in early college. Um, and uh, she just called me out of the fucking blue one day, and she's like, Mano, is your friend Adam... More than a friend? And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, no, we know. I mean, no, but yes. No to that question, but, but yes, yes in the other to the question. core question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it felt like. Oh God. That it just is brought hilarious. back. It was just like a steamroll of all of these memories of her, like almost catching you or like walking yes. into the room when you're like, hold, like, it was just like, it instantly just like flooded me with all of these like <sighs> terrible hidden childhood memories of my friends. Isn't that scary? Oh when you're a creepy little tween uh, and you're looking at porn and you're like, this is bad, but it's doubly scary for oh my me. God. Like, it, well, that's the worst part about, it, I think, being any kid who might be remotely queer or anywhere on, on the spectrum of LGBTQ plus is like you're immediately made to feel like you're a predator. Like, mm-hmm. it, regardless of, of what you're doing, like, it's just, and it's not to anyone's fault. Like, I don't want to, my parents were lovely when it came to that aspect of my life. But mm-hmm. you you do just inherently feel, especially in North Carolina, my God, you do <sighs> feel like what you're doing is, like, you, like, you're the creepy one. You're the one lurking in the corners, touching yep. other girls' hands, like, Ugh. Right. Like, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're made to feel so fucking insidious, like we're, uh, like, the goblin and insidious but we're just just trying to live our damn lives well i loved i loved Teresa's story about the you know her father not really coming around and how i I will say they they got they got a bit of a tearjerker when it came to this whole you know she she had thought that her father just didn't like her or yeah like it was just i connected with that yeah like it was it wasn't that it wasn't still her dad but you know, 10, 15 years of thinking that your parents just don't like you. And then all of a sudden having this conversation. self-worth with someone else's homophobia. Yeah, completely. I really connected with. And I think that's why us as queers, we have so much fucking baggage. And like we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast, that's why we have like, we have a hard time literally finding our place even in our own tribe because we are all have such a, such a fucked sense of self-worth. Like even when you choose to love yourself, you have to find a way to uh, wrestle and readjust this crooked image of yourself that, you know, was built in a fucked up world. Yeah. And how many times as an adult that I've had to check myself and go, you don't have a distaste for this. You were trained to have a distaste for this. Like it's like you, you don't dislike you know, something that is stereotypically gay or, or, you know, butch or this or that. You don't, like, that's not who you are inherently. That's just what Uh was put into me from being, you know, brought up in the South in a culture that was not friendly to anything gay. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, like, unlearning that as you become an adult and really finding your own way in that. I mean, God, these... 
any anyone who who enter in my in my mind who enters the world in this level of of awareness and and sort of strength in doing you know drag is yeah. so is like a superhero to me because it's yeah. such an an elevation of self acceptance and and it may be masking a lot of insecurity but in in the core of it like drag is just like the ultimate superpower in terms of your confidence and in my opinion like it's just it's literally being yeah. unapologetic on every single level Ooh. of every single fiber Take of me you to are. church like it's it's wild and i mean for all we can yeah. criticize these girls for they are fucking slaying from top to bottom they're <laughs> fucking incredible yeah. yes we'll say it again we are poking fun at the show but being a drag queen is fucking wild and, and challenging. <laughs> and and it, it sounds corny, but it really does speak to the strength and will of queer people being creative maniacs, you know? And I, ultimate compliment. Which is Just, why Charity K should still be here. Thank you! Fuck! Okay, whatever. <laughs> everyone's stressful. Everyone's live, trying to live their best life. Crystal's dad watches Drag Race. We get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was really cute. Oh, my God. When River says how disgusting being gay felt, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. We've all felt that. Woo! Okay. <sighs> um, main stage. Rue. Magenta. Yellow. Cute. We have someone there named Lulu. No clue. But like her. I like her a lot. Lulu, she's cute. Lulu's a strong force. I know who Lulu is. Lulu, she's, right? she's a good one. She seems fun. Yeah. She was funny. She was a real damn treat. And a so. kind, and a kind, she was like a kind funny, which I love. Like there's no, oh, there's okay. nothing she better really than a kind was. funny. Like, she like went out of her way to like be such a gentle, supportive presence for the girl. She was like, I don't know. They're great. Even she, she's great. She's like the Mary Berry of, of, of <laughs> drag. It's, it's exactly what it is. She called all of their looks scrummy. And I was, <laughs> and I was here, here for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> So first out of the gate, we have la, 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 coming to the stage, Jorisa giving Carmen Miranda Peach. Um, come on. I mean, this was great. Yeah. This was great. As you may or may not know, Brianna, we chirp and burp these looks on the runway. If you like it, you can chirp it. We're the only podcast on the internet, so we have to do this. If you like it, you can chirp it. If you don't, you can burp it. What did you feel about this? I chirped it. I absolutely chirped. I love that many asses on a head. It like it, yes. there was it was a plethora of bum, and I yes. was there. Not to mention just a stunning figure, a stunning embodiment. Like talk about somebody who just like lives in their body. I was. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. And I'm sorry to pick on vanity, but I'm going to. This is immediately a better version of the dress uh, Vanity is wearing. Yes. Oh, completely. She immediately, obviously did a better job on Snatch Game than Vanity. What's happening? I don't, I, I would say Hollywood politics is happening. Dude, <laughs> there is some nonsense happening here. This is cute. This is great. I, it's a chirp. That's all I have to say. Yeah. It's funny. There's stickers on her ass. Like she's a bumper. It's great. I loved it. The creativity. I mean, and the stickers were were good stickers too. Like clearly well thought out. Placement was, yes. was thought out. Like it was, you know, she yes. went for it. Okay, what about Crystal Versace's dragon fruit look corset, um, in, white dot black dot moment on the bodysuit? In theory, a fantastic look. 
Um, yes. I think there was a great point that Graham had, the repetition of that style, like yes. really not showing the the versatility as a as as a performer and as a designer yes. and as a creator. I think and I think it's so strong. And and he pointed that out. It's like, you know, it's such a strong skill, but play around. Like you're I think yeah. the with fruity, also the theme of fruity, like in my mind it immediately becomes campy. Like I think camp mm-hmm. out the gate. Um and I feel like a lot of it just, you know, it, it took like the the elegant, sophisticated high road in a lot of cases. And that was sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I have to chirp it. I, I really, and I've been one of her biggest critics personally. Yeah. Um, but I have to chirp it. Yes, it is similar. Yes, she's worn this like head hole mm-hmm. thing. She loves I, a head hole. She loves the fucking head hole. What is she fucking Winnie the Pooh trying to jump in a... <laughs> Tree trunk. I just want some honey. You want some honey? She's a little. She's a little, a little honey badger. Black rain cloud. <laughs> Clearly, no. This is a chirp for me. It is absolutely what she's done already. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I like the color palette. Absolutely, the color the, for me. The arrangement, the color palette, the little bedazzled black seat, like knocked it out of the park. No, no question. Also a chirp. Yes, it's a chirp. It's a chirp. It's a chirp. It's a chirp. She is being rewarded for being thin, but it's a chirp. Yeah, exactly. Scarlet Harlot comes to the stage looking like a piece of lettuce. Mm-hmm. Um, she is allegedly representing limes. Uh, didn't I see it. What, I didn't see that. I didn't. I, I didn't see that. I saw like a bushel of like a just like a water like a butterleaf lettuce bushel, she, or like the top like, of a celery stalk. She looks like a fucking grass type Pokemon jumping out in Hoto to terrorize me and try to sand attack me. I, I'm conflating Pokemon references, but you get it. She looks weird. It was it was just not it to me. It didn't feel like an effort. It felt like a beautiful dress. It didn't feel like an effort. No, this is bad. Yeah, it's, it's a burp for me. This is goofy. It sucks too because a lot of effort went into this bad look. Clear, I mean, it's clearly a lot of time and effort and feeling and and, yeah. and quality went into not something great. The hair is awful. Um, I think if the hair was an updo, it possibly could have saved this look. But right now, she is just wilting. She would have had to updo a couple feet though for it to work. Yes, like it would have needed yes. to go all the way up. Yes, in my opinion, <laughs> I agree. But now everything is just yeah. So the wig is awful. I'm it's like sorry. when you go to the farmers market and you see the vegetables that have been out for a while. Right, like that's what it reminded me of a bit. You're like, put that away. Yeah, don't sell that. Yeah, nobody's selling that. No, stop it. <laughs> yeah, this is a burp. Yeah, I hate to say it. Uh, I hate to say it, but this is a burp. This is weird. Okay, next we have. Elephantai, no, I'm sorry, I lied. River, giving you bowl of fruit. (laughs) God damn it. It was like she, I loved the upside down umbrella analogy, but for me it was like when you go to a Super Bowl party and they do like a half football arrangement and they put fruit inside the football, like that's what it felt like to me. And then on top of it, it was like she went to like Target or Walmart and got like some kids play fruit. Yep, yep, yep. She was so proud that she made it herself. Granted, she did make it herself, and the fruit, the little fruit, you know, medallions were super cute. It's fun. It's fun. She looks beautiful in the face. Yeah. Um, 
I, it just does look like a sh- like a diaper filled with ten tons of shit. I have to say, it looks like she's like, wearing a diapy. So much shit, it seeped outside, and then it also became brown. Like that's, that's yeah. also why a brown bowl of all the colored that's, bowls. Uh, that's a great question. Why a brown bowl? Uh, also, like I feel like there should have been more fruit coming out over the bowl to give yeah. her idea. Yes, completely. That that to me would have done more for the look. Maybe more of like a fruit of the loom style. Mm-hmm. Like I just I don't know what was uh, I don't know what was happening. Yeah, it's also because it's too bad because the bowl is huge, but the fruits are so tiny. And I get it. It's yeah. probably just challenging to create and expensive to make. Completely. But again, a lot of effort. Not a great reward. Not a great word. It's a, it's a burp. Gosh, you look silly. It's a burp. Okay. Next, we have Elevadai giving watermelon, sort of watermelon cape. I wish the cape had been included more. Yeah. I mean, the dress Same. was stunning. And the the figure was fantastic, but like the reveal of the cape at the top, and then it just went away, and you lost that sort of green shell of the watermelon which i think is what made it pop yeah i agree it's one of it's probably my favorite look she's done yeah i would say so um like they said having a fantastic week she she was really knocking out the having a good week having a good week but i mean i i I do have to knock because like it does remind me of a lot of things she's done Mm -hmm. but i think it's my favorite thing she's done Mm -hmm. so i will give it a chirp but you know I am. Um, it's a chirp that sounds like the the noises I'm making from my mouth right now. It's yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's a chirp. It's more like that. <laughs> <laughs> Next, vanity. In her words, African mama with a fruit bowl. <laughs> um. Yeah. I like the hair. The hair is interesting that the hair is, you know, making the bowl. I enjoyed the weave bowl. I thought that was a really yeah unique. I mean, in comparison to other things that we've seen, I thought it was a unique way to incorporate yeah. what she was already going to do to to kind of bring together the fruit aspect. It's I don't know. not bad, yeah, but it's not good. Again, it just felt, it felt, everything felt like it just sort of passed. Like everything was just sort of passing. It was like, this is a pass. Like, yeah, that works. Yeah. I'm going to have to burp it because if I'm not excited, uh, that means it's not yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and the fact that she wasn't in the bottom, I, I'm not, I don't want to blame her, but my God, that was silly. I'm going to um, give it one of those things where it's like a, it's like one of those gurgles that you think is going to be a burp. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. that's what it feels like to me. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's like a, uh, <clears throat> when you just let out some yeah, hot air. Exactly. <laughs> Kitty Scott Claws oh, giving boy. a Red Riding Hood. Yeah. You know, I like this. It, you know, she, she really loves a bodysuit, so it's not super unique. Mm-hmm. But I did like this. Um, and for me, it was a chirp. Uh, vines all over her body, cherry basket. The vines what are what I didn't, the vines are what confused me, I think, as like a visual yeah. reference. I, I wasn't quite sure what the vines were getting into. But yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, feel, feel free to disagree. I give it a light chirp. I think I was just sold on her this week. Mm-hmm. And this is, mm, I just really, I, I like the color palette too, I have to say. It's like this yeah. red and green is just visually pleasing to me. Absolutely. She does wear a lot of bodysuits. But I, for me, it's a chirp. It's a, it's a, like a baby chirp. It's like I was just born. I'm in the nest. 
I'm figuring out my my voice. <laughs> you can't wait to get some of mama yeah, vomit in your mouth. I can't wait till my mom spittles right back Mommy. into my mouth. <laughs> oh, mom. And then you're like. Oh. And she's like, this is from you're your like, friend. Mom, give me some chewed up French fries. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. We have critiques. We need to talk right about this madness. <sighs> Ella wins and Kitty is safe. Um, Kitty's my winner. Yeah. Uh, why do you think the judges might have made this choice? Just because? I think they made the choice because... They love horny stuff? They I've love they love horny stuff. And I think, mm-hmm. too, there is something that is talented enough and safe enough about what Ella brings to the table... Mm-hmm. That it feels, I think it's that it's this idea that drag can be a universal, like a universally accepted thing, and I think yes. that Ella sort of is is that bridge to to make it <sighs> universal, and I think that's why it's rewarded. See, and you're so right, and I hate that you're right. You're, I, I hate it because yeah. you're so right that like on some leather level consciously or subconsciously they're like yes she's a cute boy she's a good drag queen we mm-hmm. fucking love this yeah. we love the palatability of this yeah absolutely i think that's uh. why it's rewarded i mean kitty in my mind is a superior i mean it's just it's it's a it's, it's just a, better it's just better in in terms of of how i would rank it personally but and i'm gonna say we're both funny people and i feel confident saying like it's the comedian's choice hands down it's, I, I i would dare you to find a person on the planet that didn't choose kitty out of yep. out of the group <laughs> like, yeah i i can't wait to see it i mean but if it is i and, I, and if you are one of those people i know you're someone who also follows a shit ton of gay underwear brands online. So don't come for me because your <laughs> bias is showing. Okay. Um, vanity safe madness, more madness because vanity, I'm sorry, wasn't funny and her look wasn't great. Chopping okay, block, she's chopping safe. block always. Crystal safe madness. Yeah. Um, I mean that, that to me, I'm like, <sighs> but again, why? fire brings the fire, brings the edge, brings the, the little <sighs> that yeah. people are looking for. Yeah, I mean, look, if they wanted to agitate us, they did it. This mm-hmm. wasn't the correct bottom. We have a lip sync with Chorisa versus River. They're doing a version of Shout, the worst wedding song in the world. God, I hate this. I, uh, I... And then, of course, poor Chorisa is taking her headpiece off to put a wig on. Mm-hmm. She struggles with the wig. But who cares? I want to know where the wig came from. <laughs> like, what... what was it going to be part of the runway? Like, I'm I'm confused as to where it was going to be incorporated in the first place. I'm guessing during Untucked, she was like, fuck my life. I need, I'm going to, I might lip sync and I need to have something I need to, to have pop a prop. on my I head. I need a prop, yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, you can't perform with that headpiece. I'll fall right off. Let me try to appease Rue with a wig. Was this lip sync good? No. No, it was I've, not good. I've slept walk more interestingly than. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty messy. Chorisa did not do a good job with the lip sync. River gave a pretty meh performance, but it was frustrating because it was like this wasn't the correct bottom. Period. Yeah, it wasn't the correct bottom, and it was also. I mean, I I, I understand the song choice. But I also it just I, none of it. None of it felt fair. None, none of the the it wasn't fair. alignment felt fair. 
This was bullshit. And you could tell uh, that it didn't feel fair. Like you could see on their faces that both of them were confused as to why this was happening. And I think that's why that's what made it so uncomfortable to watch was like they clearly didn't know why they were there doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're so right. You're so right. They're like, why am I here? Yeah. And they're both kind of bouncing around like they're like in a playhouse and they're like, I don't what am I doing? They're like, why am I the one here? (laughs) And that's maybe why. Also, look, there's an edit in here where they show Chorisa doing better. I'm positive they could have made that footage happen. You see the double sachet edit happening. I hated that. But. You can tell when they leave, they're almost not even sad because when you experience like trauma and you know you had no part in it, you also, you can, you skip over anger and go right to like, oh, this isn't about me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a, I didn't do anything wrong. This isn't about me. Which is what you could see when they were walking back to the dressing room. Like you could see that yeah. they had clearly registered on both of them that like, oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Right. Because sometimes a queen is like, fuck, yeah. I fucked up this week. I fucked up and I let myself down. But they both were like, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, super cool. Super normal stuff. Yeah, this makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. Good luck, everyone. Fuck off. Yeah. And there, there was no part of their exit that made me feel like there was like a, a painful longing as they left. They were just like, oh, that's the game. Okay, fine. Cool, guys. Bye. Like, Dude. It was like fucking being at the fair. It's like being at the fair and you're th- you're doing the ring toss and you realize like, you know, you realize this ring toss is not a, a, a game yeah. designed to be won. Oh, this yeah. Is- you're like, okay, cool. Well, fuck you too. Shenanigans. <laughs> and you just leave the booth going. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have given a strange man with one tooth my $5. That's kind of on me. That's and I love that. Me. I love that Rue is that person in this analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Rue is the strange man with one tooth. <laughs> Fuck, Brianna. Anything? Uh, anything else to say before we say ta-ta? Um, no. I what just. What can we promote? What? How can we support you and follow you? Um, I am on uh, the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. I'm doing. Uh, I do like a, a bunch of dumb little videos. I've been doing them since quarantine started. It's been a real hoot and a half. Um, They're. Fucking funny. Uh, I I must say, I do not want you to discount them. They are amazing. It's it's pretty. It's fun. It gives me it gives me the little spark of joy that 2020 ripped from my existence. (laughs) 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 Um, No, but it's good. And I also there I did do a new show this past year called Unconventional um, with Kit Williamson, who did East Siders. And Love. yeah, Love. and so Fan that show, pod. yeah, that show. They've been is, on a pod long ago. Oh yeah, um, yeah. that show is, should be hopefully wrapping up post production and, and getting out into the world sometime soon. So Ooh. fingers crossed that'll come out soon enough. But yeah, otherwise just chugging along out here, living the dream. And your Instagram <laughs> is what House of Venskis. House of Venskis. Uh, follow you there. You may have a you have a podcast as well. Maybe is it is it past or current? It is a uh, rotating existence of okay, a cool. unidentified actress with a podcast. Okay, I love that. Yeah. We'll follow you on Instagram. We'll put the all the links will be like in the description. So click click clack. If you are listening, you like drag. Follow us on Dragger Podcast. We post a lot of bitchy shit there. All in good fun. And give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It keeps the lights on. Um, We'd love, love, love to read it. Priyana, oh, I love you. Even, even, even when we're, re- like, this, it, it feels like we're, like, 
at a few, you know, when you're at a funeral and you're like laughing too much in the back corner. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, we're at a funeral. We're at a funeral. Oh, you're yeah, at the funeral. The funeral. The funeral. <sighs> calm down. Course, calm down. Course. Calm down. It's so fun to see you, even for this traumatic double homicide. If only for a moment during this very, very unfortunate time. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, Brianna, you're a treat. You're a joy. Good to good to see you. Good we'll to see you. you soon. Good, good to hear you. Till next time. Bye, bitches! Bye! That was a HeadGum Original.